For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Hello, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Hey, ah, good. Good, you good. know. Snowed in up here, but... Uh, oh, yeah. Very cold. Yeah, it is. It's very cold. Hello, chat. Hello, Twitch. Yes, um, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, people listening on the podcast. All good. Um, yeah, shout out to anybody tuning in from Texas, if that's even possible. Mm-hmm. What the hell is going on down there? I don't know. It's wild. It's It's wild, and like at first... I think, you know, I was I was kind of like joking around a little bit about it, you know, mm-hmm. and then I realized like maybe I shouldn't be joking because this is like getting serious, you know. Yeah, like, I think it's it was a little. I don't think I don't want to say it's funny off the beginning, right? But we always kind of have those memes where it's like, oh, northern versus southern snowstorm and stuff like this. But right. like, this is an actual like critical emergency that's going down and like the culmination of multiple events, and it's really really sad and tragic and i know everything gets restored down there soon i know it's getting it's getting it's just nuts right and i don't mm-hmm. know i don't even know what to say just wanted to you know say something about it because it's yeah. been it's just wild so anybody from down there i hope you're you're hanging hanging out okay man um For mike sure. well uh yeah michigan um ontario we're we're very used to this even though it was oh yeah like minus 17 celsius last night here and we got like a foot of snow it's just like yeah it's cool <laughs> more snow tomorrow too yeah oh is it is there supposed to be more Jeez. It's supposed to be i don't know damn we'll see absolutely well, wild so uh welcome everybody especially you shane our special podcast uh gonna be a good time this is our special our special place where we do yeah. we talk about the uh, most anticipated albums of the week i'm having trouble talking today um yeah but it happens and last week we talked about a few a few records and your number one was an interesting choice not a huge artist so? hmm you think so abiotic what was number one wasn't it yeah and and you just said it was an interesting choice i wanted to confirm well no, well, here's the thing. So I, I don't believe I'd ever heard of the band before. 
Mm-hmm. And so I dove in, you know, head first last week to this to this record. Uh, icky guy. <laughs> I'm icky an guy. icky guy. Bit of an icky guy. And it's a it's a hell of a record, man. Dude, it was so good. <laughs> like unrelentingly heavy the entire like 45 minutes it's i didn't get a break the entire time no exactly yeah yeah i actually checked because i was about halfway through it and i was like Mm -hmm. okay this this has got to be like a seven or eight track record because this there's just so much here and the songs are pretty long like all Mm -hmm. the songs are about five minutes long and nope it's a full 11 songs it does clock in at 50 minutes yeah and i mean the amount of drum hits <laughs> that, that oh, took place. Insane. Like if you could count the drum hits, it would be probably a record. Like that one song, The Wrath, I think it was. Yeah, There's just five. one part of that song. It's got to be the fastest like blast beat, gravity blast, whatever they call that mm-hmm. in the metal world I've ever heard. Ever. It's insane. Like, and... We're t- talking about the drumming, right? And it's absolutely incredible. But yeah. like the drumming doesn't even carry this record because everything else is just so great on it too. Like the vocal performance is just on the top notch, top level of like death metals that I've heard in the past like year or two. The guitar work was absolutely incredible too. And I was even having fun with the bass because it was like through the production, it actually got a chance to shine through and I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's cool. And there's a, again, you know how I am about just an organic feel to metal, mm-hmm. you know? And even though obviously this is like, I mean, I, I assume this is real drums, like someone performed this, but you know, n- nobody can perform that without a little help with in terms of drum yeah. triggers and editing and all that. But I still loved the real feel of it, mm-hmm. you know, especially vocally. So many different styles of vocals in this too. A lot of expression. I mean, there's parts that that literally sound like Cradle of Filth, and then there's parts mm-hmm. that sound, you know, just almost like hardcore in a way. It's it's really really interesting record and great pick again, Mike. Every you never let us down with these number ones. I try not to. I mean, gosh, I'm I'm just in love with this record. I think it's so good and everybody maybe if you're not a fan of death metal even, like just go check it out. And I think it's a fun listen either way. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Um anything else that from the top five last week that you you know is notable? Uh yeah, that teenage wrist record, like it really surprised me because it was short, it was about thirty minutes, I think, and Every song on it was just fun. Like that's the kind of record when I'm going out to eat with my mom. That's like something I want to put on where it's like alternative enough that I'm going to enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I know she's going to enjoy it too. Yeah. And like, it's just good. Like overall great songwriting. I wouldn't say every song in the album's a banger, but it's definitely a fun record and I'm going to go back to it. Yeah. No, 100%. I like that one as well. And I do want to talk to you about the Mod Sun record. I, I want your take oh, yeah? on it. Um, All right, so I didn't get a chance to listen to it. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll save you. I can save you some time. You might as well just listen to the Machine Gun Kelly record again. All right. <laughs> the similarities with between these albums are it's just uncanny, and like obviously it's the same approach mm-hmm. and the same producer. And I mean, you hear John Feldman all over this thing. Like some yeah. of the melodies are like I'm like oh I think that might be a Goldfinger. So I, I there's even one where I was like, is that John Feldman singing? And actually, it might might be. Um, yeah, who knows? 
but yeah, I was, I was actually, you know, I, I don't know. Cause I don't think it's a bad record at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so overshadowed by that other release because it yeah. is just so similar to it that it's just really hard to, you know, not mm-hmm. compare them. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's and the, you I, know, I agree. I think there's just so much coming out right now where it's this like uh, pop punk with modern hip hop sensibilities and stuff like that. And it's almost like there's, it's hard to see the forest through the trees and stuff like that. Or however that term phrase goes like, there's so much out there right now that it's, it's just a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, but even there was even things in this record and, and you should listen to it, Mike, because it's not a bad record. I would love to, we'll talk about it next week, maybe again. Um, but there's even like one part where there's like a, like a voicemail or like talking part. Oh, just, you like know, the like, record. Ex- like, yeah, like three quarters of the way through the record. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it is what it is, I guess. But yeah, it is. Yep. You ready to get into some new music for this week? I am so ready, Mike. I, I, uh, really Let's excited. We, we got a top five list and, uh, we're about to get into it right now. Boom. Let's bada go, bing, Mike. Boom. Let's roll. All right. Uh, so number five, coming out of Illinois, we've got the new album Amorphous by Icon for Hire. Uh, yes, Icon for Hire. Um, yeah, this uh, this band, um, I, I mean, I know them pretty well mm-hmm. from, from you know, years ago. We did Warp Tour with them. Uh, the singer Ariel, I wouldn't say I hung out with her a lot or anything, but like, you know, mm-hmm. would, would kind of nod at her in, the, in passing and... I feel like this band has been like on the verge of blowing up since then. Yeah, I I agree. I think this band's criminally underrated, and they kind of fall into that like alternative punk. Uh, I don't want to say female fronted, but they are like band where they're almost kind of getting overshadowed by bands like Hailstorm, who are coming out of like mm-hmm. similar mm-hmm. scenes and kind of going for the same thing. But that's not to take anything away from this band. Like I think all of their songs rip. They're really fun, like alternative with punk tinges. Like they should be on the radio on like Octane and things like that with these new singles. I think they're good. I'm I'm not gonna say I'm like super excited to listen to the record because I feel like they've kind of been a band that it has the same sound and if you're expecting that sound, that's what you're gonna get. But overall, like I think it's gonna be another similar release where they're on the verge of writing that breakout song, but they just haven't yet. Yeah, no, exactly. And yeah, like when you look at their Spotify numbers, for example, you know, they've got three songs that, that have over 10 million, mm-hmm. uh, uh, plays. They've got, they've got 648,000 monthly listeners, which is, you know, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and they continue to just, you know, just try. And, and I mean, they got a lot of, they put out a lot of singles in the last, uh, you mm-hmm. know, a couple of years. They haven't put out a full album since 2016. And I think that that's maybe yeah, I mean, what's missing. Like, I think they're still a band. They're still a rock band in the sense that they still need to put out albums. I don't think they can get away with just doing the pop single thing. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. And I feel like putting out an album in 2016 has kind of killed their momentum as well. Like, the last time I saw them going out on tour, I could have gone... I think I had something else that night, but they were playing the Loving Touch in Michigan, and that's like a 200 cap Love that room. place. I love that it's place. It's such a great venue. 
but like a 200 250 cap room when you're doing like 600,000 monthly listeners on Spotify like how does that happen mm-hmm. and I really don't know I'm I'm kind of questioning because that's probably one of the most insane dichotomies between monthly listenership and like venue size that I've ever seen yeah maybe I mean obviously the the whole idea of Spotify monthly listeners translating to whatever I mean I don't I don't know if that's a proven thing yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you um, think logically it would, right? Because yeah. I know they look at that when they're booking, like, where's people are going to be billed on festivals and things like that. So, I mean, draw is important. Yeah, it's true, except there's always those bands. I forget who it was that I looked up. Oh, you know who it was I looked up the other day? I'm going to look it mm-hmm. up again right now. Nine Inch Nails, okay? Nine Inch Nails, a fucking massive band, oh, yeah. okay? Nine Inch Nails only has three million monthly listeners. Yeah, that's they only have three wild, million, but. and they only have one track with over a hundred million uh, Spotify streams, which is closer. Mm-hmm. Like their songs, like like Hurt, is only, only has fifty million streams on 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 Spotify. That blows my mm-hmm. mind. How is that possible? I, I always think about that too, though. Like. Uh, if you look at Nine Inch Nails and kind of like the scene that they came out of and like what they were aspiring to be, they were never really a huge like streaming band, I guess I would say. Like I, when I think of a Nine Inch Nails fan, I think of somebody who is like, yeah, I own every Nine Inch Nails CD. Exactly. And I listen to them in my car. Yes. Or I listen to them on record. I don't need a streaming service. Exactly. They're not that kind of person. Yep. No, no, exactly. And, and, um, so. No, I, th- I think that that still factors in, right? I mean, we can't mm-hmm. we can't judge everything by it, by it, but but you're right. I mean, we'll see what happens. I- Icon for Hire, we'll see. This record could be the one that puts them over the top. I definitely could see um, one of these songs really connecting in a mainstream way, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it finally being their time. And and it's just we've just been waiting. I feel like for a decade, pretty much, for this to happen. Hundred percent. All right, uh, number four. So number four. We've got a really cool band called Harakiri for the Sky with their new album. I want to say it's Mere. It's got some like weird uh, letters in there. Like it's got the A combined with the E, and I don't mm-hmm. really know what sound that's supposed to make. But <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Maybe it's just Mare. I have no idea. But uh, this is a band from Vienna, Austria. They're a little weird. They're kind of like uh, post black metal. If you liked, I know we've talked about it on the show in Expanse. Uh, the bands were Spire and Svalbard. They're kind of that. They take elements of black metal, but they're not fully there. Uh, they've got some elements of like post-hardcore punk things like that along with them. Uh, the singles that I've listened to are absolutely phenomenal, and honestly, this band kind of feels like I. I would say there's less post-hardcore and like modernity to it and it's more closer to your typical like black metal i would say this is like the missing link between respire and spallbard and like right maybe older uh black metal bands like i'm not gonna say mayhem for sure but like ghost bath bands like that right no for sure uh, ghost bath no um but you know yeah when you look at these these this material they put out and again like the shortest song is six and a half minutes oh there's one mm-hmm. that's five and a half you know, we're talking about like very long songs over 10 minutes, yep. a lot of them, which I always find a little bit hard to digest. Um, but I, I will listen to this record because I do think this band is talented. And again, one thing I love mm-hmm. about your picks when they're from the metal world, Mike, is they're very rarely are they generic. 
You, you know, you yeah. usually tend to pull bands that have something a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. And this band definitely, yeah, they're a little weird from what I've heard and a little bit hard to maybe uh, listen. But uh, yeah, I mean, part of that's like not intentional too, right? Like I know later this year, there's going to be an Exodus record and we're going to talk about that Exodus record because I love Exodus and I love old school thrash. But a lot of those like kind of quintessential stereotypical metal genres, they don't have a lot of releases right now. It's all typically like... Uh, death metal or this post black metal that's going on right now that I think is just really exciting. Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. I love this pick. Next, so number three. These are these top three. These are all kind of picks that I was juggling and I didn't know what order to put them in. Uh, they're kind of interchangeable. They're all really good. They're all going to be huge albums this week, I think. Uh, but coming in at number three, I've got the album Trauma Factory by Nothing Nowhere. I put this at number three because we've got seven singles so far, so you can pretty much listen to most of the album if you want already. Um, I've absolutely loved all the singles, though. He's going for this uh, emo rap slash pop punk thing that's going on. Uh, I'm going to say completely the opposite end of the spectrum from Modson, MGK, artists like that, where they're kind of more the Blink-182 fun pop punk. This is the sad, depressing... uh, (laughs) I'm going to sit in the shower and cry kind of pop punk that he's kind of going for. Yeah. And obviously like, I think he um, leans on his hip hop influences a bit more too. Like there's guitar, there's simple drum beat, things like that. But I'm honestly really excited for this record. I've loved everything that nothing knowers ever done. I think he's insanely talented. He's not only blown up himself, he's gotten another band in point North to blow up because of one of his songs that they covered. Like, right just incredibly talented dude and honestly i can't wait to listen to this record on friday yeah and it's a great pick i'm actually surprised maybe it's not your number one pick i know i know you're you know i know you're a fan of this genre you know you aren't you're not a gatekeeper at all with this you which i like about you too mike you 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 know but i do feel like nothing nowhere this is a big deal because he is the leader i think yeah in this genre, whatever you want to call it, if you want to call it emo rap or, or whatever, I feel like he really is the the one on top, and he mm-hmm. opened up a lot of doors for a lot of other artists, uh, you know, in, in that in that scene. So yeah, so I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say he's like the leader of quote unquote emo rap. I think there are some other uh, like bigger names like coming to think of it, like Little Peep, Takashi Six Nine, for for sure like for that. sure. But I'm I'm just mean more more in terms of the grassroots, like real, exactly. like he's like, legitimate. You know what I mean? He, if that makes he any feels sense. feels like he's more organically come from our scene. And like you see him going out on tour, like he was supposed to be on tour right now with neck deep, like crap like that. He's been in our scene. He likes the kind of music that we listen to and he's just kind of applying it to a different format. And that's one of the reasons I like him so much is like all the music doesn't feel forced. It's just, very, very good. Yep. Absolutely. Except uh, Level Up Incorporated spelt the band name wrong. You got to watch it with, those, with the cap. Yeah, and, and caps, come on. All lowercase. We got to keep that depression uh, going. That's um, yeah. We're too lazy to hit the caps lock or the shift key over there. Come on. We're typing <laughs> one hand, no space bar. That's how we do it. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. That's something that Nine Inch Nails started. Well, they probably didn't start it. I remember 
the first Nine Inch Nails record, Pretty Hate Machine. It came out when I was like in grade four. They were my favorite band. Uh, yeah, I was pretty cool in grade four. I had a Pretty Hate Machine shirt even in my grade oh, four wow. picture. And yeah, the liner notes were all lowercase. And I remember I, I wrote out the lyrics, like I typed them out mm-hmm. on a very primitive computer. And it was for the song, Something I Can Never Have, um, which is obviously a very depressing song. And I just liked it. I wasn't like depressed or anything. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I typed it out and there's a swear in it. And uh, just a fading fucking reminder of who I used to be. Oh, it's so good. And uh, I typed it out and my teacher found the oh no the paper. Yeah. And I ended up, I, I forget what happened. Did you have to go to counseling or something I, like that? Where they like, we got to worry about this it, kid. It was super weird. I had like a conference, but it wasn't with, with like my parents or anything. It was just with mm. a bunch of different teachers. Like the principal wasn't there. It was just like the, my my regular like you know grade four teacher, and then just three other random teachers, and they all like sat me down and talked to me. And I'm like, honestly, I'm fine. I just it's a yeah. band. I, it's a song. I don't know. And they're like, well, why didn't you capitalize any of the letters? I'm like, oh, they don't in the CD booklet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're like trying to awkwardly explain. Like, I'm not super emo. I'm just like a little emo. Like, <laughs> I like the music, but I'm not sad. Sad. Yes, and you, I got to give. National so much credit for being one of the first emo bands actually they don't get any credit for it but they should all right we got two more oh, yeah two more number two so coming out of the czech republic this is one of my favorite mm. young bands uh from prague actually beautiful city uh their new album late eternity love the album title so cool uh this is a band called skywalker yes yeah, skywalker you ever listen to these guys, or is this no. a new one for In you? Fa- I, I've heard of the band name because mm-hmm. it's you know a, na- a name that you remember, and then I think every time I hear it, I mix it up with the actual Star Wars band. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they called again? Galactic Empire. Exactly, and then I mix yeah. them up, and I'm like, oh no, no, wait, they're this this band isn't the Star Wars themed band. They just have a mm-hmm. name that sounds like they could be. Yeah. So yes, no, I, I don't believe I've ever actually heard the band, but Prague, that's, that's different. That's, that's know, uh, right? not a lot of bands from Prague for real. And like, especially in our genre, I believe mm-hmm. like, which is really exciting. Cause these guys are absolutely great. Uh, some four fans of, since I know they're smaller, uh, this band sounds a lot like the Amity affliction dream on dreamer and the plot and you. So if you're cool. a big fan of those bands with kind of the, um, sad kind of screamy angsty, uh, verses and then the clean, still sad, angsty chorus. This is right up your alley. I absolutely love these guys, and I don't know who they've got producing this record. If they're doing it themselves, if they've got a friend, like this, the production on the singles that I've heard is just absolutely incredible. The depth of the songs is honestly just makes them feel massive, more massive than a band their size should feel, which is absolutely great. And yeah, like. This is just straight up sad boy metalcore, and I'm so excited to hear this record on Friday. Like, sweet, it's gonna be good. Yeah, sweet. No, um, yeah, I'm just, just again, just going on their Spotify real quick, having a, mm-hmm. a little look. Yeah, they've got a they've got an interesting live and locked down record. So they're you know yeah. they're doing like a live record, which which is pretty cool. I think for you know for a band that's that's you know a newer band. Mm-hmm. To do that, I think is a really cool move for their fans. 
Um, if you saw their, just looked at their pictures, you would never think that they were a hardcore band at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they look straight out of Prague, I'll say that. But uh, but no, this is this is good. This band, um, I'm excited to check this one out too. Oh yeah, they do look like they're from Prague, 100%. <laughs> They've got the look. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we're going to get into the number one record. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be back. All right, we're back, and let's uh, talk about it. The number one album, most number anticipated album. of al- album of the week. Uh, let's go. Here it is. Give it to me. Awesome. So another awesome album title this week. Mm. We have the album Dark and Beautiful Secrets mm. by Normandy coming out of Stockholm, Sweden. Okay. This band is absolutely incredible. Uh, I know we were talking about being as an ocean a little bit there, but this band is just super emotional uh, in the same vein where they're kind of like metalcore, kind of not. Uh, they write amazing hooks. I think they're criminally underrated. I've been listening to them since their last album, White Flag, and like this band just has it all from a metalcore, like what we want perspective. Yeah. Well, damn, a lot of European love in this top five. Sixty oh, percent yeah. European bands. That's that's cool. Um, you know, I love I I mean Sweden has so many great bands over mm-hmm. the years come out. I I actually don't know this band. So this is exciting for, for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's my cat meowing again. Must be lunchtime. Lunchtime. And, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know much about this band at all, but if they're from Sweden, I'm sure they're probably good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, they're absolutely incredible. I can talk about these singles. They're a little bit lighter than kind of their past work. I absolutely love their past work as well. Uh, like they did a reimagining of their song white flag. And at some point, instead of like singing the breakdown, I think it is normally they actually switch the song for the acoustic version and swing that or sing that entire part in Swedish. And it's just like, oh, yeah. what? And somehow make it beautiful. And these guys are just super talented musically. I just don't think they have a bone in their body that will allow them to not write a banger. Like, uh, if you checked out our uh, top 10 lists at the end of last year, this band's really similar to Noya, which is mm-hmm. another absolutely incredible band. And you're just, if you like Noya, you're going to love this. It's, it's so good. Awesome. Yes. Normandy with number one. Number and one. And yeah, I, I just love this. I love that. I feel like the past few weeks, I think the last three weeks now, it's been a band that I really band. didn't know much about, a small band. Totally worthy of the number one slot. I have no doubt in my mind. Norbin D is also worthy of that, and I uh, I can't wait to throw him on uh, on Friday, or if people on the podcast are listening to right now, it's out. So yeah. go listen, Norbin D. Friday. What was that again? Darkness, dark and beautiful secrets. Dark and beautiful secrets. It's a really simple title, but it does make you think, doesn't it? Exactly. Like lots of good album titles this week. Like. Trauma Factory, Late Eternity, Dark and Beautiful Secrets, good album titles. Yeah, Mike is the is the is an album title aficionado. I am like a good album title can make or break me actually checking out your band. Same with good album artwork. Same with cool song names. Honestly, like if it gets down to it, I'm like, man, the album title was okay, 
The artwork looks kind of interesting, but not super interesting. If I look at the song titles and I'm like, oh, these are cool. And like it goes both ways too. Cause you can have those like super deep song titles that are, like make them look like a concept album or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm always mm-hmm. drawn to those. Or if you have like stupid band song name titles, like devil Wars Prado old stuff, like right, Reptor, right. King of the Ozone and stuff like those always get me in. I hate like, buffering. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> those kind of song titles. I'm sold. There you go. Yeah. That th- I feel like that's died out a little bit. I don't know oh, how has. many bands so are doing, sad. doing the stupid song title thing. I, I knew at the time I had some foresight at the time, mm-hmm. which is why Silverstein, we never really did it. Even though a lot of our friends bands were doing it. I, I yeah we never we never went down that road because i knew it wasn't gonna like, survive yeah it definitely yeah. seemed very trendy i don't know yeah there's some bands writing music that could bring it back though like chunk no captain chunk is in the studio and if there were a band to bring back funny album or song titles i think it's them <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> oh man oh, see what you ready for some honorable mentions yes i am let's let's go I know you have a lot. All right. So welcome to our mini podcast inside of a podcast, uh, WK Today, where we talk about all the newest Andrew WK news. Andrew WK has dropped a new single entitled Babylon, and it is Prague. And I am so confused by it. (laughs) Really? I absolutely love it. It's like genty, and the drumming is just absolutely insane. And the song is awesome and the music video is cool. Like the entire time there's just subliminal messages that pop up and it's like party. And stuff <laughs> like <that. laughs> I love Andrew WK. I think he's one of the greatest individuals in like the alternative music scene. He's so wholesome and everybody should go check out the new Andrew WK song. Well, I, <laughs> I'm not surprised that he's doing something like weird and metal like oh, that yeah. because we have, a, I have a really strange Andrew WK story. So we, I'm ready for it. We played a show with them in Spain. Okay. The the we flew in for this show, and Andrew WK opened for us with a DJ set. So nice. he was warming up the crowd, and we were like, "Oh, this is great! Like we're gonna get the party going in Spain." Believe me in spain too like they know how to party oh yeah we're like, we're like this is gonna be great where in spain was it were you in like barcelona uh, madrid i think it was barcelona yeah okay yeah and um so catalonia for the purists yeah. out there where and they really know how to party <laughs> exactly right so uh you know we're excited right so we have this dressing room we're sharing and and he kind of comes in <laughs> i don't even remember meeting him but the other guys tell the story that he came in and he was like hi I'm Andrew. And it was like, oh, hi. And he was just like really mm-hmm. serious. So he gets on stage. And let me tell you, it wasn't much of a party. In fact, it was just him really? playing. You probably would love it, Mike. He was just playing really, really aggressive death metal. <laughs> that that was like so loud that it like was just, you couldn't really make out what was going on. It was just like... <sighs> It and sounds was, beautiful. And he was pretty much just standing there. And then once in a while, he would just like air drum a fill. And it was like, <laughs> he didn't talk to the crowd. He didn't, he didn't work it or like, or anything. There was no, like what you would expect an Andrew W mm-hmm. set DJ set to be. We didn't get any of that. And I, I mean, I was like, I think after about 20 minutes, I was like, okay, I guess I'm just gonna, 
<laughs> That's have awesome. To find though. my own like, party somewhere else. Yes. <laughs> I love Andrew WK. Like, He's just such a funny dude when he's with the full band, but that that's like hilarious to me. Like I would sit there and just love that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was something. It was something. But then, uh, oh. yeah, I don't know. Then he just then he was gone, and that that's it. But uh, but no, don't don't get me wrong. I still love Andrew WK. I, I do, and oh, uh, yeah. but I'm not surprised he's doing something crazy. So. Going off and some more honorable mentions, some other singles that we've got. There's a new Gojira single that okay. just came out today. Yeah. yeah, absolutely great. They announced their new album. I forget the name of it, but it's coming out April 30th. So we'll be talking about that in April. Absolutely incredible band. So talented. I don't know how they do it. It's it just hits right. Yeah. And then our good good friends in 68 have put out a new single this week i like it more than the first single from this album so always a good sign when that happens and they keep ramping them up for sure when's that album coming out soon right i think it is i want to say it's in march but i can't remember off the top yeah it's gonna be we're gonna talk a lot about that one i bet oh i'm sure it'll be long talk then uh, another single from and somehow i missed the first single from this but uh genghis tron this is mm. really cool, like uh, ambient rock, post-hardcore, metalcore, electronic. Like they yeah, literally I, do everything. Yeah, I know. They put out Tron. a single. Yeah, uh, this single's more electronic, which is cool. Uh, it's also ten minutes long, so no, it's <laughs> not on repeat. But absolutely awesome track. I can't wait for that album when it comes out. Absolutely, uh, then, I feel like Genghis Tron. Like they've been a band a really long time. And I think so are they too. Just coming back. Like is it? I don't know. Let's look it up. We I'm, have the technology. I'm pretty sure. I cuz I had a I had a Genghis Tron. I don't even know where I got it. I had a Genghis Tron Tron record like I want to say like at least 15 years ago. So um Yeah, uh, here we go. 13 and 2008 were their last records. Yeah. So they're coming back 15 years later, which is cool. There you go. Awesome. That's really cool. Great. Great pick. Hell yeah. And then some other little uh release or releases that we've got. There's a Trippy Red album coming out. Obviously, rapper Trippy Red. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what? It's got MGK on it. Does it's got Travis sleep? Barker on it. Those dudes don't sleep. No, they don't. No. It's going to be the same vibe. Uh, it's got Chino from Deftones on it, which would be interesting. We'll see yeah. how that goes. Very interesting. Uh, but um, honestly, who knows? We'll see what happens there. Uh, that should be good. And a band that's frustrating me to no end because I just want new music. Uh, Stick to Your Guns is releasing an acoustic EP tomorrow, actually, on Thursday. Oh, wow. So, wow. Yeah. Cool. I mean, that's... I, I'm... Yeah, I know what you mean about that. Like, yeah, when was the last time they put a record out? I feel like it's been a minute. 2018? Okay, yeah. So it has been a minute, and this, you know, this is something maybe the fans are going to be like, okay, but... Oh, 2017, a, my apologies. get a record... But at the yeah. same time, I actually really like the when they do stuff like that. Like I think mm-hmm. um, Jesse's a really talented frontman. Doesn't get enough credit for for his you know his actual singing voice. He really doesn't. And I mean, everybody in that band is just absolutely incredible. What they do, they've carved out such a niche sound for themselves that mm-hmm. it's just awesome. And they put out one single from this as well. Uh, I think it was Amber, and like. It sounds great. It translates so well to acoustic and the way they're doing it is it's going to be a fun EP. But like I want new music. They their record schedule, they did 
2007, 2008, 2010, 2012, 2014, 2015, 2016, I think, had an EP, yet yeah, an EP, and then 2017 had an album, and now we're just kind of like sitting here, like, what's going on? Right. I don't it's know. a long break, but I don't know. I'm sure it's going to be good material when we get it. I don't know. Well, uh, their guitar player, Chris, lives in Windsor. Ooh, hit him up. So, yeah, I think he lives close to me. Yeah, so there we go. It's one Chris, reason. if you're listening, one reason. new music. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. All right, what else? That's it. That's all I got this week. Okay. Cool. Well, we, we can we give a little preview about next week? Because I know next week you're saying is going to be a big one. Yeah, next week is going to be an absolute huge week. We can talk about that a little bit. Uh, so, obviously, the big one, Architects. Yep. We're going to be talking a lot about this Architects record and what's going on with it. I'm extremely excited for this record. I think it's going to be great. Uh, some other things that we've got coming up. We've got a new EP from We Were Giants. We've got a new album mm-hmm. from Eternal Void. Mm-hmm. We've got a new EP from Of Mice and Men. We've mm-hmm. got a new EP from Pulses. We've got a new album from Epica. We've got a new album from Moonspell. We've got a new album from Ian Hart. Like, there's so many things coming out. We've got a new album from No Effects. Oh, like, yeah. I'm going to have to pick and choose, and it's going to be real hard for me, but we're going to bring you the best quality stuff. I could think. be It could be a longer episode next could week be. with all the honorable mentions, and that's okay. That's okay. It always is. All right. Great. Great. Well, um, as always, uh, thanks, everybody, for, for tuning in to this and uh, the chat. Now, we still don't have a new name for the show. We don't. I, I got... I, I was thinking about that. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I forgot. I was like, we should just try out some intros like at the beginning of the show. Like, oh yeah. Hey, welcome to the new jams podcast. How's it going? Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, hello and welcome to the new jams podcast. I am your host Shane told, and this is Mike Howell, my fabulous co-host. Welcome. We're jamming. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's that was pretty good. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. What about, um, what about, uh, new grooves? Let's do it. Hello, I'm Shane, and these are new grooves. The grooviest. I'm Mike Howell. Groove is in the heart. Groove is in the heart. See, I feel like they've got different tones too, right? Right. Like new new jams. I almost want to be excited. Like I want to be up here. I want to be high level. And new grooves. I want. I feel like I'm doing like morning. Not not necessarily morning. Like that two o'clock radio talk show slot. Oh yeah. Where it's like. Hello and welcome, my listeners. Like almost like Frasier talk show. Like that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like I hope you've got your coffee and scrambled eggs ready because these are the new grooves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, I don't the know. only I think I got no. I think I only got one email pertaining to a, a show name suggestion. What was it? I think I got a message too, so let me check. They said we should call the show Mosh Calls. Mosh Calls. Which I, I'm i a little iffy on just because it doesn't really say anything about new music. And also, yeah. we don't always just talk about moshable music. But Very we could true. be like, welcome to Mosh Calls, Circle Pit. You know, we could we could do, yeah. we, that would be a good intro. Kind of not your 2 p.m. radio host slot, mm-hmm. but... Well, I mean, it's Friday too. Like, 
It depends because there's two types of Friday people as well. Like they're the people who are, oh my God, it's Friday, Friday, got to get down on Friday. But like there's all those people who are like, man, I am so ready for this week to just be over. And like they don't want the hypey stuff on Friday. I don't know. It's a fine line to walk. Everyone in chat is saying they like the new noise. The new noise. Shout out to Refused. Can I scream? Welcome to the new noise. Can I scream? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty, mm. it's pretty good. I feel like there's got to be a new a podcast called that, though. So hear me out, though, because if we do pick the new noise, our intro track can be "Come on, feel the noise," and that sounds pretty fucking hype. <laughs> <laughs> to call the podcast the new noise, and then not use the song <laughs> yeah. and use come on quiet is it quiet riot it's come quiet on, feel riot. the noise yeah that <laughs> oh man yeah it is true i don't know maybe i just like quiet riot more than i like refuse too that's very possible <laughs> you you might i know i know you're weird mike <laughs> quiet riot's a good band and i'll die on that hill that's a that's a big hill that's a big hill okay Actually, I, I don't know. Quiet Riot had, they have Come On, Feel the Noise. They had another another one, too. What was their other big Bang hit? your head. Mental health will drive you mad or whatever that song is. Oh, yeah? No, I think I feel like they got they had like a huge song. It's just Come On, Feel the Noise. Um, okay, yeah, maybe that is all they have. Yeah, and they're in their top 10 Spotify. Um, 2.5 million monthly listeners, though. Yeah, everybody's still listening to that on their like original vinyl, I think, <laughs> that they got in 1983. And I will say, Come On, Feel the Noise is is in the top 10 Spotify three times and <laughs> and adding up to over adding up to over 200 million um plays. So pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah, but maybe a bit of a one-hit wonder maybe. I'd think so. They have got a song called Loves a Bitch, too. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Fucking gospel. But you die on your hill, Mike. You die. I will. You die on that hill. I will. Great band. Okay. Well, uh, we we will see if anybody listening has more ideas. We we want the perfect title. The new noise is the best so far, but there are it's a little problematic, so we're not sure. But we'll see. I don't know. You want to do a recap? Let's do a recap. We didn't do a recap. Let's do a recap. We didn't. And we let's, got the let's people at home thing. listening. Yeah, still. let's let's go. Let's go back. We'll just yeah, it'll be an hour of us brainstorming. Um, <laughs> all right, let's round up the top. Uh, the top five. Number five. Number five. We've got the new album Amorphous by Icon for Hire. Number four. We've got the new album Mary. I I don't know how to say it by Harakiri for this guy. Icky guy. Uh, and uh, number three. We've got Trauma Factory by Nothing Nowhere. And we got number two, Late Eternity by Skywalker. And the number one most anticipated album of the week is Dark and Beautiful Secrets by Normandy. There it is. There's the top five. Know it. Love it. Listen to it. Thank Mike later. Don't thank me. I didn't do shit. All right. Woo. There's our show. Killing it.